Good afternoon, everyone, and good afternoon, chaps. Uh, apologies for the stream. The stream crashed just as I went live, so we've had to set up a new one. Apologies to everyone waiting uh, waiting here, but we're on now and we're back. Uh, Adam, what colour was your arrow in game week 10? I, do you know, I don't know. I think, I, well, you, re- I think you, you have one job every I, week, I've Adam, stopped, right? The, the podcast is called The Green my... Arrow, and I ask you every week, what colour is your arrow? And you always say, <laughs> I, I don't do know. You know what? I've... <laughs> I've stopped, just to put this into context, I've stopped checking my live rank and my rank all, all the time. So I know, I, I think I've got 72, 73. It, I might have scraped a green. Am I right? Yes, you've got a green. You've got a green. You're up to oh, 516k. Okay. Well, that's good. Three, three we've, or four greens. Joe, we've all back. had, all three of us, I've had a look, we've all had greens for like the, the minimum of the last four or five weeks, which is uh, pretty good going for, for for the green arrow. Do you want to just uh, mm. run us through your team? Yeah, and, and, and we've all got different teams we have, as well, that's which, right. is, which is quite good. So, yeah, I, I think um, the reason I was a bit unsure is that my transfers cost me a little bit or my transfer. So I've got 73. I've got I've got my, my team's Pope, James, Trippier, Cancelo, Justin, who came in for um uh, uh, Mitrovic, then had Zaha, Madison, Bowen, Martinelli, Kane, and Haaland. So I'd returns from Haaland, Kane, Bowen, Martinelli, Zaha, Cancelo, and Trippier. The frustrating thing is um the two decisions I had to make, I couldn't have ballsed up anymore if I'd have tried. So um, I took out. Hang on, Saka. hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, wait, oh wait, wait, right, wait. okay. We're waiting for some Are music. You ready for this? By any chance? Yeah, go for it then. Now you can. Uh, now you can Perfect. give a review of your game week. So yeah, I, I took out Saka and um, bought in Zaha. So that, that was about ten points down. The idea was was financial reasons, and it sort of played into a longer term game. So like Liz so Trust, mate. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, cheers. I don't think I don't think my Saka transfer is as bad as this trust. I think that's a bit unfair. But um yeah, it did, did didn't work out. I mean they obviously Arsenal had a dodgy penalty as well, which sort of rubbed salt into the wounds. Um and I and what made things worse is Villa had an identical, even worse one that wasn't given, but we won't go on about that. And then my other decision was to put first sub James Justin instead of Andreas. But I, yeah, I, I didn't see that Andreas wonder goal. I mean, it's a great finish from him. Um, so yeah, fair, I mean, on the grand scheme of things, fairly happy. It's gone okay since I wildcarded. I've got two free transfers this week with uh, flags for... Um, James and Mitrovic. I think I might need both of them. Yeah, same. I think we're um I think we're the same I think we're the same boat there because uh there's 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 flags everywhere in it and this is gonna be one of our, our main um topics of the evening because my team as you as you as you called it earlier, Adam, before when we have a look, I'm flag F C so we're gonna have to have a look. Um Rich as well, you've also got some flags. How are you? Uh, how was your holiday first? Yeah, great holiday. Yeah, a nice uh, week in the Spanish villa with some you know, really old friends that I hadn't seen for a while. So yeah, it was really Elderly. good. Didn't watch them. Oh God, they're they're really old. Too old to mention <laughs> for the audience here. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we there was no telly in the villa, so that was good. Um, I did get out to a bar to watch the Manchester derby. That was the only match I saw while I was away, and the team did well while I wasn't really doing much in the way of FPL. I still listen to the podcast. I still listen to the Green Arrow, but uh, um, yeah, I had a really really good couple of weeks since i've been on so uh shot up to uh about 25k i think and um 
yeah delighted with the with the wild card i haven't really had to do much to it apart from i think i took uh mitrovic out last week for wilson because i had two free transfers and just thought it was a bit of a free swing really while he was injured and um wilson got an assist but at least that's one flag less for me this week due to due to that so quite happy but yeah delighted with with the with the start absolutely flying rich 25k this early in the season is uh is really really good going and we all seem to have just shifted up a bit haven't we in this last uh month or two so Mm. very well played everyone um a quick look at my team uh 78 points really happy dominic solanke Eight points, Adam. No violins for Dominic this week. He was. Uh, yeah, I think he had two like two. He had two touches in the box or something. But it, both of them. I mean, it was a bit lucky, weren't it? Two eight FPL points made. He was unlucky last week. He should have had penalty after penalty last week. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. But no, he's, I've, yeah, you're right. Eight points, five point seven eight million. Great, great value. So, well, congratulations on that. Yeah, happy with they're that. They're doing all right, Bournemouth. Bournemouth are doing all right, aren't they? they are. Four they wins are. or something, isn't it? It's four wins. I they think. are, and they're they're really beaten well. in. Uh, Quite a long time, I think now. Five, mm. five or six. Mm. Well, since the nine nil, isn't it? So Gary O'Neill's yeah. unbeaten. Mm. All right, okay, cool. Um, but I have got a lot of flags, which we're going to touch on um, mm. in a bit. I think I've got three flags plus um, a non-playing Emerson, so I'm in a bit of trouble, and I'm really, really not sure uh, what to do. Adam mentioned free hitting in twelve, and while I think it would be uh, a bit, a bit of a you know, it sounds like a disaster, but then I do want to keep, you know, keep up a decent start and not just fall away. Uh, I, I'm not sure a lot, um, a lot to think about. But um, talking of uh, free hits, I mean, you could oh, you could on. free hit, couldn't you? Because you could. Uh, I mean, Bournemouth forgot Southampton, so you could triple Bournemouth for a free hit. <laughs> a billing, yeah, yeah. Uh, a billing Solanke. And yeah. Someone else, I can't, I can't even think who. A Kiefer Moore, yeah, Smith or Mepham or Nico <laughs> in goal, yeah, Neto in goal. So yeah, Nico. What am I going on about? Um, but talking of free hits, uh, let's go to our other violin moment. So yours, Adam, was our one violin moment this week, but the other uh, violin moment of the game week was um, for Luke Daly, who messaged me. So talking of free hits, so. This guy, uh, his team, he had an excellent team this week. Uh, let's have a look at the team he had. He had Ward in goals. He had Cancelo, Trippier, James, um, Andreas, uh, Son, Saka, De Bruyne, Kane, Daka and Tony. So he would have had, well, he scored 84 points this week, which you think, you think, where's the violin? Where's the violin? 84 points. <laughs> um, the travesty was he hit the free hit button this week. What? So he's <laughs> His old team, his old team would have scored uh, 84 points. In his free hit team, he had double Villa defence, uh, obviously conceded against Forest. Yeah, yeah. Double Chelsea defence, including Thiago Silva, who didn't play, and Rhys James, who was who was on the bench. Uh, he did have De Bruyne and Foden, but he also had Sterling, uh, Zaha, Rashford, Haaland and Wilson um, for a paltry. 46 points so a 38 point why would you free hit that team? i mean his team was good on paper why would you do that classic slip of the mouse <laughs> slip of the mouse indeed yeah that, that has to sting so um, adam you you have actually entered the uh, honorary violin club this week after i feel, feel privileged one but uh, luke daly is also is also in after that beauty that 38 point cost on the free hit which is exactly what i'm probably going to do 
in game week 12. But we'll talk a bit more about that now. Uh, that is it for Violin Club this week. Only a short one this week. Okay, Rich. On to Rich Pickens. What are we talking about this week? Okay. Um, right. So, um, I don't know whether you want to look at the fixtures first, but um, yeah, got the fixtures we've got uh, let's, let's, yeah fixtures up on the board. So I mean, this this edition of the Green Arrow, we're very much focusing on the the next two game weeks as a as a section. Um, we won't have time to do another pod on Monday, so really we're looking in in some detail at both game week eleven and twelve, and really it, it's all about navigating our our teams through these choppy waters. Um, you've heard Fergie mention that his team's got three flags. That's possibly, you know, an average number of flags um, because we have to, we have to get our, our chosen Manchester city and Arsenal assets that we want to retain in our sides through to the, the safe Harbor of game week 13. So there's, there's those questions to answer, which leaves us without any bench cover whatsoever next week. So I think that really the, 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 where we should be focusing our transfers in this week and next is on on putting out fires and and potential fires. So I think if um, Fergie can just jump ahead to a to a, to a little graphic with with some players pictured, um, this is a combination slide. You know we know we've got injury worries for um, for Reese James. We know Trent Alexander Arnold is out in many teams. Um, Mitrovic is still yellow flagged, and also just just if you, if if you don't know, you've got two key highly owned players like James Madison and Gabriel Jesus who are uh, on four yellow cards so if they get a um if they get a, a yellow card particularly Madison this week he won't play on uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday either so uh, that means another person who who could be in our squads that we need to move on so it could be that you we're going into next week with seven or eight players that are just not available so really every transfer is is, is highly precious uh, to say the least. And if, if at all possible, we should be, you know, as rule number one, we should be trying to take two transfers into game week 12 um, so that we can learn off this weekend and, uh, and, uh, and make as many, you know, many moves with three tra- free transfers as we can. But, you know, that may be a bit of a luxury uh, for most of us because of the immediate worries. So that's really a summary of, of what we're going to talk about. Um, just on that, Rich. Yeah. Um, do you think that because you said about taking two transfers into game week uh, 12, mm. do you think there's a case, and we talked a little bit about it last week, of just damage limitation right off game week 12 and put yourself in a stronger position to come out the other side for game week 13? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. I do. Mm. Yeah, because it looks like there's more upside. I mean, it, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people to be wildcarding around them, the people that, that, that have kept it. And then you're going to have Liverpool have got great fixtures. City have got great fixtures. Um, who else? Arsenal have got great fixtures. I think Spurs have got great fixtures. So, um, whereas if you look at the games in game week 12, Liverpool, we're not going to be sure on what team they'll put out. It's just after the City game. West Ham are the third best defence. You've got City, ver- sorry, uh, Man United versus Spurs. Chelsea, there's a lottery. Who, who's he going to put out in that game? You'll probably have a very different team to what he puts out at Villa Park. So it, it just to me, I mean, the, the teams that have got good fixtures are probably teams you're not going to want to invest in long term. Mm. No, I agree. Um, I'm personally, I, I'm, I may be, you know, a bit of a numb anomaly, but I want to take through four players from City and, and Arsenal if I, if I can. Um, 
What are you so, going to say? Four from City? I would love. No, no. Well, City. yeah, yeah, exactly. But but Martinelli, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to sell Martinelli. His no, form's too good, and he's he's you know he's up nearly 0.7 in value. Um, and I don't. I, I'm only going to want him back in game week 13, as you say. So so I'm planning to take through Foden, Cancelo, um, mm. Haaland, and 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 Martinelli, which really means I want to try and get you know the best 10 players I can mm. for, game, for game week 12. But I'm not going to you know. I'm not going to bust a gut, you know, if, if, if I'm not going to start taking hits, for instance, you know, to, to do that. If I'm, if I'm there with eight or nine, then, then that's fine. But I do recall, you know, the previous blank game week at the end of last season, it absolutely destroyed my season when I went in with a low number of players and listened to all the narratives about going with seven or eight and got absolutely destroyed. So it is a risk going through, you know, with, light on on the num- just the number of players you're fielding because if a couple of things go wrong on the day then you're just looking at a poor a really poor score can you argue that was largely down to because it was some that did a lot of the damage that day so if mm. you covered the key it's about the key players i think that's mm. more important yeah there, that's right Cause, yeah because when, when when you look at it there's a lot of players on from, from teams like bournemouth potentially you've got good fixtures Southampton obviously played Bournemouth in 12 Crystal Palace there's not many exciting players and I don't see loads of upside Um, but there are probably a few in game week 12 that could have big upside and it's just how do you get them in and make sure you cover them I think um, Leicester at home to Leeds is quite a good fixture Mm. for both Leicester and Leeds actually Um, Newcastle home to Everton I think could be a good fixture I I know Rich for example has already got Wilson in. But, you know, there are players there like Almiron, Bruno Gomerez, St. Maximum, all the defenders there. Um, Brighton home to Forest as well. You know, if if Brighton really turn up on Friday night against Brentford and play as well as they did against Man United, and I thought I thought they were quite unlucky not to score against Spurs as well, but there's options mm. there as well. I do think that there is potentially high upside. And also, let's not forget, and I don't think any of us three have got any Liverpool players yet no. either and they're home to West Ham um, yeah. so I do I do think there are I do think there are options there especially especially Brighton home to Forest I you know I, yeah. I can see Brighton really turning really turning them over you know I, I appreciate your point Adam and you're right around you know covering the key players but we've got so many fires in our teams at the moment like Rich James Mitrovic players like that that mm-hmm. getting in Trossard, for example, would probably be the one you would look at. Is a very much a luxury transfer. We'd be who who probably we'd be taking a hit for at the moment. So I'm not sure that the free. And I, I don't know if it's the devil on my shoulder, but I haven't completely ruled out uh, free hit yet in game week. I twelve. I, I I think there's more upside on free hit. I mean, there's talk. Obviously, we've got a potential double game week either in 16 or 17 after the World Cup with Brighton and Palace, which where you, I think double game weeks are great to use free hits um, because you, you know you're going to get those extra games and extra upside. I think the um, the the Royal, not the Royal Wedding, what am I going on about the coronation? <laughs> that could throw some extra. I just think there's going to be enough opportunities. Mm. I just think when I look at the fixtures, there isn't, I mean, yeah, okay, Trossard could do well, Liverpool could do well, but there isn't, I don't think there's many fixtures there where I, th- I can really see a thrashing and a high upside or premium players with a high upside. Mm. Um, it does so, it does have, is the one week though where there is the potential for high variance because 
there's there no Harlan. There's no. It's a. It's a. The, the captain's going to be all over the place because we we haven't. We've all been captain in Harlan for ten it's weeks. A Trossard now. captaincy against yeah, Forest. How exactly. exciting is that? How exciting yeah. is that? Yeah. Oof, yeah. yeah, I think you, you you are right. There could be a lot of variants, but I think most of that is going to. I think Trossard you've mentioned fairly low owns who could be in the in the equation, but the other one where I think it will come down to is Liverpool, yeah. and how they do. Um, and I'd, I'd, I'd be interesting because after after last night, um, Salah obviously looked. I mean, the, I, I, it's a really difficult one to assess the Champions League because I mean, with Liverpool scoring seven and Rangers were poor, and obviously there was it that one of their main centre backs goes off and gets injured. So it's not. I don't know if it's that straightforward. And the goals, I mean, particularly the Salah goals that they, they did, they, they were very poor from Rangers' point of view. Mm. So I don't know how much we can read into that. I mean, Trops, um, Klopp's talked to, yeah, yeah. Um, Klopp's talked about maybe Salah will play as one of the two in the four 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 two system. That could be interesting. Um, but then that does that put risk for the likes of Firmino and Darwin? Yeah. Um, I'm interested for both of you. Your plans on Salah? Have you written him off? Do you have a Salah plan? And what do you want to see from him this week? Maybe Fergie, do you want to talk through that first? Yeah, I think I've said all along with Salah, I'm a big believer, and I've said this season on season with Liverpool, is that it only takes a game week or two for the big teams to yeah. switch form completely and for world-class players like Salah to switch form completely. And I think what I've said is, and this is why I've kept De Bruyne, this is why I went for De Bruyne, is mm. I've always wanted him as an option, as a one-week, you know, as an option, a straight hop onto Salah if I wanted to. Now, looking at what we saw last night, obviously the formation had a massive impact because watching Salah on the weekend against Arsenal, he just won in the game. He's just wide on the right. He's even, you know, he was even in the right-back spot. I even saw him in the centre-back position at one mm. point last week where, you know, when you look at that and you just think, absolutely no chance. However, if he starts... Um, against Man City even, up front in a 4-4-2, even if he doesn't score or look very well. For me, it's all about where he plays. If he's playing in the centre and he's playing up front, even an, agree, even yeah. an off-form Salah is a massively dangerous character and I think he would be a superb option for the captaincy. I, I think it's all around, it, you know, it, it's, it's obvious Salah's off-form, but Liverpool are also massively off-form. I think if Liverpool goes up front, uh, sorry, if Salah goes up front, I, I think he's a different proposition as it currently stands um all things being equal at the moment i would i'll probably go de bruyne to salah in game week 12 mm. as my default sort of transfer and probably captain him but only if they keep the formation on the weekend against mm. city i think is, is where i sit what, what do you reckon yeah. rich because both you and i own pain mm. so it's mm. two transfers really to get exactly. salah is so where, where like, do you stand currently? Yeah, I think if I had De Bruyne, I think it's an easy move. It and is, I think yeah. it covers it covers you. And if you've got half a million, you you can you can do it, maybe even less than that now. But basically I've got to I've got to sell one of the I've got a cane and one of the eight million boys um to to get to Salah. I can do it because I'm planning on taking two free transfers in. But yeah, you know, Kane's been scoring every week. Mm, yes. Every single week. He's got he's got ten returns in ten weeks, and 
his fixtures are pretty good till the World Cup. You know, he's, he's got eight consecutive. He yeah, scored in yeah. eight consecutive yeah. league matches, hasn't he? You know, he's he's, he's, he's almost justifying his price, apart from the fact that Haaland has just got the you yeah. know taken the captaincy out of the game. So so I I might keep Kane. Um, he's got a good game this week. He's clearly going to want to play well up and up until the World Cup. But if say I think what will clinch it for me is if say Madison gets booked at the weekend. And uh, and is suspended next week, which creates another flagged player. Then the temptation to to come off Kane. Um, I've done, I've been playing around, seeing if I can get to Darwin Nunes instead of mm. Kane, and still have the money to go up to uh, um, Salah. And I think I'm a little bit short, depending on who I buy for, say, Reese James or something. Same, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been having a look at it. I don't think I can quite get Darwin. I can have anybody other than Darwin. I could have Firmino, for instance, as, mm. as another as another option. But would, I don't really want Firmino long term. I don't really want Salah long term. You know, it's only really for game week 12. And I, so I'm not sure it's worth all the upheaval. Um, but my issue is, I, like many, I don't have a really standout captain. If I don't move, make that move, because I think Kane's away at United. That's quite a tough fixture. Um, I don't own Trossard, who's probably the other captain candidate with the with the, with the great fixture. But you know, there is Zaha's got a good game against Wolves, mm. and um, Madison himself's got a good game. So there are options to captain. Um, so I think I'll just carry on, probably putting out the flags, you know, and actually Same. trying to get. 10, 10 players out who are going to play the game, just bring in some talisman and then um, and then carry the four through and hope I get the points back, you know, with maybe even, as you said at the beginning, carry those two free transfers mm. to, to game week 13 and then have match the wild card as to have six players from City and Arsenal for that game week 13. So that's, that's kind of my other strategy, the non-Salah strategy, I suppose. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I think one of the challenges we've bringing in Salah is I'm not sure there's many strikers that I want but as you've said already I don't own well I don't own Saka anymore I'll stop crying about that Foden as well there's there's a lot of midfielders that I want and I've got four spots to, to you know to, to 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 get them in rotate Kane solves that problem in that he plays 90 minutes every week um He's actually returning well without being explosive, but you know that could come in any in any match. I mean, he scored, like I said, in any other season, he'd be um, scorer. Yeah, 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 exa- exactly. And I think I think from game week, I think the Man United one away is tough, but I think from that point onwards, he could easily match Salah, and he doesn't need. This is the key thing. It's not about Kane matching Salah. It's about Kane, and there's about a million, and it, it's about whether Kane and your midfielder versus Salah and the forward that you could have. Where I think I'm looking at, I could probably get Tony. I, there is a way I could get Darwin, but I'm not sure that I'd want to go double Liverpool. I haven't seen enough, and that there's a few uh, doubts as to what uh, you know, uh, for me, Darwin, I'll get minutes as well. Darwin's not necessarily a good pick for game week 12, is he, to bring in because he could be benched. You know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not guaranteed to start. He'll mm. probably start, but he's not like he's not like bringing in, say, Dunk or somebody who's just you know is going to start the game if they're not injured. You know, so mm. so so just not sure about Darwin just yet, but I think he's a good option. Mm. What about it's tough, isn't it? It's tough. So, it's tough. Yeah. If you've got no way to Salah in game week twelve, you know, I'm not 
I'll say for one minute, yeah. that Salah is essential in game week 12. Mm. But say, for example, you know, as expected, he does play at front. He does quite well, looks very dangerous. His next two fixtures after that are Forrest and Leeds. Um, I know we're permacap Harlan, but, you know, you never know, right? There could be uh, room of, you know, room of arrest or, you know, he, you know we, he, he may get injured, which absolutely means that Salah would go into game week 13 and probably 14 as, you know, um, as the best captaincy option. What would you, what would you thinking be there? If he, even if he just plays well in game week 12, um, would you still not, you know, would you still be happy not having any way to get to him? Or would you consider then a, a kind of a minus four or whatever else off, off Kane? I, I, I think as soon as, I think the time to go on him is game week 12. And I think if I decide not to do it then, um, Kane's a viable captaincy option. He's got Newcastle at home, Bournemouth away. They obviously play Liverpool. You could argue that's a better fixture for Spurs than it is for Liverpool. And then they've got Leeds at home. So I think if I decide, I think the mistake that I've seen people make, including myself in the past, is... When you jump between, or you fight, let's say Salah Halls against West Ham, and you try and fight, it was. It was remember last season? Um, I think he. Uh, we, I we we got, I got rid of Salah. We both, we both went on Fernandez, didn't he? And he hauled. Yeah, and he yeah, and, and, and Salah hauled. And I do you know what I thought do you know what? I'm just not going to go back then. I'll try different routes, and that's ultimately what led to me getting like KDB's yeah. big, big, big thing. And I think, um, the reality is as well that. Harlem probably will play all four matches. They're, th- they're through in the Champions League. He'll have minutes in all of them, and you're going to have to be pretty brave not to captain Harland. I don't think I don't I don't see a situation unless he's unless it's you know a 99.9 percent chance he's benched. I don't see a situation where I won't captain him, and I'll be comfortable putting the armband on Kane as well. Um, so yeah, and I think Liverpool have got a little bit more to do. In the, well, I suppose. Yeah, they've got a little bit more to do in the Champions League than City. So, yeah. Um, and I think I could see Klopp messing around with it and putting Salah in, you know, right midfield, then up front, then some minutes taken out when they're 2-0 up. Then, mm. let's, yeah, I, I think that's... I think it's, for me, it's game week 12 or nothing yeah. at the moment yeah. anyway. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it normally does, Fergie, not owning Salah. You know, normally I, you need a massive sofa yeah. when you haven't got him, and you need to that. hide behind it or go out and just not watch the game because you just can't stand the, the the sort of swarming all over the goal that he normally does. It doesn't feel like that. And and so therefore, agree. Liverpool aren't scary. They're probably about the seventh best team yeah. in the league or something. That's but that would change if Salah was playing in, in this 4-4-2 system. I think it would change. If he was playing up front, with mm. Firmino, with Darwin. I think if he I plays up front change. against City, I think he'll score against City. I do as well. Because they're I not, do. they always give up a couple of big chances, City. And if he's playing up front mm. at the point, I think he'll score. And and then I think that's when we'll see like a sea change of, oh my goodness, we've got to get Salah, which, um, you know, it, it, all, it all depends on the eye test observationally against City how he plays because if he plays well against them if he's if he played as good if he plays well as an issue as he did last year go into the next yeah, three I, I <laughs> Richard's a cracking game isn't it it's be a bit, uh, two alls my prediction it would be two all that game really? or something. Be a, I yeah I, th- I think so I think yeah. City will beat them I think Liverpool will score yeah. a goal or two 
big game Kev will score. De Bruyne will score. You know, hold De Bruyne. Don't you know? Don't swap him. But I think know. that's it. Yeah. That do you know what? Actually, thinking about it, the um, with with the with the fixtures. I mean, I suppose people have might have Foden, but I'd fancy De Bruyne to at least match Salah anyway with the way he's yeah, been he playing. And he's he's got three home games in four. He's so good at home. He's so good. I mean, it, so. Yeah, I d- he's not going to match in game week twelve, and then there'll be, and then there'll be people hopping on the Foden from thirteen onwards. Mm. So yeah, yeah, but very, yeah. very true. Yeah, very I mean, true. Foden is Foden is the you know the the right second attacking Absolutely. pick for for City in my view. I'm not going to sell him. I'm going to keep him, and you know, obviously it allows me to have Kane instead of De Bruyne, and I, I'm quite happy with the ones I've got. So I don't see don't see it's worth messing it up for one week. Okay, so strikers then. This is it. This mm-hmm. is where this is the thing that puts me off Salah at the moment. Is I can see Kane is a is a is it solves a problem there. But if we if outside Haaland and Kane, Jesus doesn't play in game week twelve. You've got uncertainty of Darwin and Firmino. Who will get minutes? You know who, what? How will Liverpool line up? So if you're going to go for the Salah option, who is that other striker? Who is that one that you, you know, so let's say it's Kane and Bowen, Kane and Foden, Kane and Madison, Kane and Zaha, Kane and Trossard, mm. whoever it is, there's mm. so many options. Um, who is the Fod- who, who is the um, the Salarand equivalent? Yeah, Loads of people have got Mit- Mitrovic yeah. and Haaland. Mm. You've probably got Wilson possibly in there, but who... Mm. Well, I've got Wilson already, so I can't, I can't have him twice. But, I've got to go to someone well, yeah, else. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I don't... So who... Who are who are the options? Who do you who do you go for? And well, I've been so doing do you... I've been doing a few reviews this week, and and I've been tipping Edward to people, you know, as a cheapie. Mm. Yeah, five point three million scored in the last two good Palace fixtures. A little bit of a kind of Solanke type situation, isn't it? With a with a you know a, an enabler from a cost perspective, he could end up being dropped for Mateta oh. or whatever. But you know, he's 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 scoring in the last two. And he's only five point three, so he's only slightly more than a fodder. Um, mm. So that he's an option. Um, I agree. Welbeck's an option with the next two games, but yeah, if you've got, it all depends how much you've got. Skamaka's an option. Skamaka, um, I like Skamaka, yeah. but then Liverpool away, you're not going to be. And yeah. and actually, I think with Skamaka, with Welbeck, with um, who's the first person you mentioned with Edouard. I think there's all po- there's possibilities. All three of those players could miss the midweek game mm. for various reasons. You you think maybe Antonio at Liverpool? Uh, you think Moyes will change? You know, uh, rotate the minutes with Antonio and Skamaka. You look at um, Edward. Vieira's got form for rotating his strikers, and I think that midweek game. I think Palace play on the Tuesday as well, so it's mm. earlier in the week. So, and. Who's the other one that you mentioned? And yeah, Welbeck. I mean, mm. with his injury record, I think he, I think last time they had a midweek game, it was against Fulham, wasn't it? When they, when when they uh, lost two one, I think he was rested or didn't start that. So, I think that's for me. That's that you look at it, and then Wilson, mm. like I said, Wilson's an option, but then he's not if Mitrovic isn't fit. So no, there's a lot exactly. of well, I, Mitrovic is the one I think with the James Reese James money, I could probably mm. go back to Mitrovic and do and do that. Assuming, of course, he, he you know he's back. But 
We don't know that yet, do we? Just before we mm. move on to Reese James and the Fenners in general, I've got to apologise to Dal again because uh, because we got straight into the conversation. I forgot to say hi to everyone in the chat again, so I'm just going to say it quick now. Apologies to everyone again. I did the same last week. It's because we just get so engrossed in the conversation straight away. Uh, but Stephen Moore is in, uh, Dan Megan, The One Jukebox, FPL Bob, Chris Yolden, Helga Ridningen, A1, uh, Michael Brooker, Brian Schofield, I'm 1974, James Thompson, uh, FPL Sparta, Ross Johnson, um, who apparently is on the cross trainer, um, watching us live. So I told him uh, not to spill Absolutely. his kebab. Uh, <laughs> got the same points exactly as the one jukebox, uh, Stephen Moore, Abdul Rahman, Cabs, um, Jan Kilofsky, and so many others. And obviously, Dal, uh, James Harden is in as well, and FPL Finding Glory. Thank you so much uh, for joining us all. And now we were just going to talk about... Reese James, uh, Mism Tech says, do we keep or sell? Good question. Um, Rich, what are you thinking about Reese James? Yeah, I've been thinking about this probably most of the afternoon, actually. Um, until I saw the update on that came out mid-afternoon, um, which was, I think it said something along the lines of, you know, unlikely to play in the Villa game. But you know, possibly available for the midweek game. I think that's roughly what mm. what the update is. That's not that helpful, is it? Because it it just gives you kind of the thought that he might be back soon, but gives you another player that you you can't be you can't rely on in midweek to to start the game. You might end up making a bench cameo or something in that game. Yeah. Um, and so, when you think about those those two events. Plus, afterwards, Chelsea's fixtures, I think they have then play United um, in 13. Then they play Arsenal in the running up to the World Cup as well. And both of those are their last two home games. They also have a couple of tough away games. So you look at the fixtures for Chelsea that Reese could play and you start thinking, I could, I might not even buy him back. I think I can mm, just lose yeah, him. Definitely. Um, because, and also... He's, he's an incredibly difficult player to, to pinpoint his hauls. You know, you you own him and he goes 0-1-0-1-0-2-2-17-0-1-2, like that. And, you, and you, yeah, if, you, if you're on the 17 and you, you've captained in happy days, but, you know, it's like, it, it's like throwing darts. You just don't know when you're, when you're going to hit, hit something, do you? It really is. is it, so, so actually, I think I'm quite happy to sell him hmm. uh, and sell him this week and just get some funds in um go down to a sort of 4.5 level or below defender 4.6 level or below defender we'll look at those options in a minute but but um that then will free about a million and a half to to help in game week 12 with those two free transfers because if you it would just help with some of the options to get to salah as well if you Mm. just just we were just talking about who to come off kane for you can probably get a better striker and and use that money to, to to get to mo so I quite like that as an option, not necessarily committing, but you can buy a player that will see you through those those two games. Yeah. So uh, I think for me, he's a likely sell, um, mm. subject to team use tomorrow. But if if you want to wait, then you and you've got a decent bench this week, play one of your bench defenders. I mean, I've got Tyro Mings. I could play him. I don't know what you think about against Chelsea, Adam, but I could put him in and we could, hold we could. Reese. Yeah, we could bore them. That's a, there is that chance. I think <laughs> yeah. Chelsea yeah. could fall asleep. Yeah. In all fairness, yeah, Adam, it was a really, yeah. really good point on Monday evening against uh, Nottingham Forest. I thought. Um, God, I've been asked in the chat uh, by Dal Gerard in or Gerard out. What's your latest thoughts on that? 
Oh, he's got to go. I, I don't think he's the only one. Though. I think we need a new director of football. We need to look at the structure of the club. I think um, the last three games, oh my word. They've been the three. I mean, I mean, actually, probably throw the West Ham game in there, but we've had four of the absolute worst games to watch. I find it so nothing. I find it so strange because I was watching the lineups. Um oh, sorry, I was watching yeah. the, the lineups. You know when they bring up Martinez, they bring up the back four and I was like, oh you know, it's not bad the back four. Midfield three, I thought rock rock solid. And then and then the front three, I thought, wow, you know, it, I I do think when you look at Villa's team on paper, they're eleven. They're a really good team, you know, not 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 kind of top I six agree. or something, but you know, maybe kind of ninth or tenth sort of job. But yeah, yeah, I think they're just I not playing like it. Are they? Really. It's unbelievable. Is he oh. playing? Is he playing not to lose football or something? Is no, that what he's... partly? I think that yeah. I think he's probably had a bit of backs to the wall. Let's just try and be solid to to keep his job ultimately. Hmm. But the the biggest problem Villa have, and um, there's there's two actually. I think Gerard has struggled since Michael Beale left in the summer. We didn't have a great pre-season because our new coach couldn't go to the pre-season tour in Australia. And Michael Beale was the brains, is, is the brains behind everything. There's an article that came out this week just with Emmy Martinez saying it was so strange that in all the team talks, Michael Beale was doing most of the talking. And Gerard was quite quiet. And he just said his knowledge is insane. When you look at the championship, um, in the top three, you've got Norwich and QPR. So you've got Dean Smith and Michael Beale, the managers there. And it's just, uh, you, you know, both of them, I'd rather have than, yeah. rather, rather have than Gerard. Um, tactically, it's really bad, the setup. We play too narrow. It, it, we play far too narrow. So what tends to happen, somebody posted, I can't remember who it was, but somebody posted a comment, would Gerard want to play in this team? There'd be no space because because we play so narrow, it's congested. There's no space for uh, midfielders to make runs into. We can't, you know, we're not dragging people out of position. It, it's, it tactically, we are so poor. And when you look at the light, I mean, when you look at some of the other British coaches, like, I mean, Eddie Howe, Graham Potter, and what they're doing at, uh, I mean, Potter joined, not Potter, Howe joined Newcastle at a similar time to what Gerard joined. And you can just see, I know he got a few shoe-ins at uh, Bournemouth, but what he did do is he set up a team to play in a style that was probably above the level of the players that he had, but it was progressive football. There was a clear strategy. There was there was an intensity that was pressing. He wouldn't um, change his style when he was playing the bigger team, so he, they did ship goals, but it really suits taking that and putting it into a bigger club. And, you know, he's done an incredible job. And, it, you know, I'm watching it with envy, really, because I think Newcastle, they hired a new, they, they took Bright, was it Brighton's director of football? They took Potter, they took, sorry, took Potter, they took, um, they, they bought in Howe and they've done it the right way. Villa, it's terrible. And uh, Gerard does need to go, but we need to be very mindful. I don't think it's just Gerard. I think we need to look at the whole structure of the club as well. Um, so it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not simple. And I, th I don't think you can sack him unless you've got anybody to bring in. And I don't know if they have, so. Okay. Um, anyway, back to so the would you sell? Would you sell Reese James? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> I, yes. I, back on I think, topic. Um, I, just, there was a, there was the, the other point I was going to add is I think Potter has already shown his hand in rotation as well. So if we take out the injury, yeah. you factor in the Champions League where they're probably going to need to maybe get four points in the last two games or whatever it is they need to get to qualify. You think he's starting those Champions League games? 
if fit, which means he probably, we think he's going to miss the Villa game. He may not be fit for the Brentford game. He'll probably play the United game. He'll probably play the Champions League game. Then he'll miss one of the easier games and he'll play the Arsenal game. So he's going to be playing the game. And they'll concede against United and Arsenal, I reckon, as well, because they? they're hardly well, exactly, tight to the back. So. Exactly. And he'll be playing yeah. the games you don't want him to play. So yeah. I, I, I think it for me, unless we get news that he's actually fit for the weekend, I would get rid of him. Look how Rich has frozen. Oh, Rich, Rich uh, frozen. I don't know if you saw him, but he was he was in hysterics. No, no, no. He didn't. was like in hysterics for a minute, and he's frozen. He's just gone off heel. James Lee said Rich laughed so hard he's frozen. And PSV, <laughs> Rich is loving this. Rich will be back on now. Um, that, that that was that was class. We'll have to we'll have to clip that one. Um, yeah, looking at the total predicted points while we're still on on defenders. So this yeah. these are the predicted points. Uh, for the next six game weeks, which incidentally now are the um, six game weeks yeah, until yeah. until the World Cup, so this is it now. Yeah. There is not one defender predict uh, in in the top twenty for predicted points, which which says something. And this is what makes it tough, I think, in terms of Reese James replacements, um, because I've been having a look and it is not very exciting. What what's your thinking at the moment, Adam, on defenders I, I, to yeah. pick? Well. I- <laughs> I think if you don't have Cancelo and you don't have Trippier, I would go there personally. Um, but I, th- I think just breaking it down. So if I'm going through looking at um, each of the teams, so if we start with the top team, so obviously City and Arsenal don't play. So you'd rule them out pretty much straight away as an immediate transfer. Spurs, I think their wing backs are just a nightmare and you're just going to cause yourself pain. If you go Perisic, if you go um, any of the, any of those, I do think maybe Dyer, maybe Romero could be steady options, but then in 12, they got United away. So yeah. again, and then Newcastle followed that who are actually performing well from an attacking perspective. They've got Liverpool further down the line. So I, I'm not sure on that. I'm not sure on that. You look at United, don't think I'd want to go there. Chelsea, the rotation. Who do you, I mean, we talked off air about Chalabert. I think he's a good shout. I think Asper Laqueta could be a good shout. But do they both... St- I can see him playing almost two completely different teams against Villa and Brentford. So, or, you know, or being like five or six changes. He's shown form for that at Brighton. He's shown form for that at Chelsea already. So that makes it challenging. So we sort of looked at the top six teams. So then when you're going outside of that, it's you're really looking at 4.5. I mean, most people have got a couple of Newcastle, but they've got a tough fixture this week. So you're looking at, you know, your, your, five, your, your five million, your sub five million defenders. Um, Bournemouth are probably one of the few teams that have got a good run of three fixtures, I think, which nobody's really mentioned. So I think there's options in Bournemouth. I think... If I, who else would I look at? I mean, the one that I like, but I just don't like his game week 12 fixture is Zuma. I mean, he's got a catastrophic game week 12 fixture. So, we so very good. Oh, you got <laughs> yeah, for a sec, very yeah, good. straight over your head. Very yeah, good, I, 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 I've been working on that all day. <laughs> um, it's all in the delivery, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, but he, but yeah, but but I like West Ham. What we said it touched early, third best defense, and they've got Southampton and Bournemouth. So, if you're looking at it as a three game week mm. spell, he could get two sixes and a two. What's that? Fourteen points. So, which is good. Which you know, and I could genuinely see them getting that. So, I think he's a good option. Um, I don't really fancy anyone from Fulham. I just don't trust them. Mm. I think they'll concede both games. 
Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It is. There's no, there's no one exciting. I, I agree mm. with you, Rich. About, I think, I think there's, there's two things actually. I think taking the money out of the fence makes sense. So I think the James down to, and this is why I'm a bit off diet. I think diet probably pound for pound is the best replacement. But I think you can go if you look at say Dyer versus Zuma. They've got Spurs. Have got in the next three. Have got Everton, Man United, Newcastle. I can see one, possibly two. I think one clean sheet in that. I think Newcastle and Man United will score. But then you look at Bournemouth. We've got Southampton. Sorry, West Ham. We've got Southampton, Liverpool, and Bournemouth. And I can realistically see the way they're defended. Clean sheets against Southampton yeah, and Bournemouth. Yeah, possibly. I haven't really thought about Zuma. I mean, I'm sort of on. Probably Dunkel Webster and um, yeah. uh, or Gwehi as uh, as the move, you know, or Gwehi and or Anderson, the, the Palace mm. player, um, just because the, the, obviously the the fixture is better in game week twelve for both of those players. Agreed. Um, but you just know they're going to play, you know, and that's 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 the that's the man also i can't just can't bring myself to bring in even though liverpool have been a bit iffy you know bringing in mm. zuma and he's got liverpool away it's just so you might be queuing up for some minus numbers if they possibly hit, hit five is- or six again but it, yeah i mean i think the southampton and bournemouth if you're doing it this week is you know a west ham defenders not a bad not a bad shout um i think if you like- look at what i've looked at so i i think i've looked at it as like three games the problem with and you get it with but we get it with Brighton as well. And if you're going to be starting them, you may not have to start them in game week um, 13. 13. No. Well, I've got Mings to cover. Tyrone Mings will cover. Yeah, me. yeah. Or you could transfer to an Arsenal <laughs> yeah. Arsenal yeah. defender potentially. Yeah. But I, I think maybe rotating the 4.5s is the mm. way to go mm. between now and the end of the season. So a lot have got Trippier and Cancelo. I like starting both of them. I actually think Newcastle will get a few clean sheets. Maybe even when we don't expect them to, because I think they've they've got some good numbers, particularly defensively. And you know, Pope Pope could actually get a ten pointer in an away game against Spurs or United, where he's a lot of saves to make. So I don't really see the value in making a transfer there. They're not very um, inspiring, I, are they? No, Just, they're I, not. I they're not. But they're necessary. They're very necessary. You're right. And I think. Right. And I think you, that one that one point five million will. Yeah will help in the next few weeks as well. It will help you get, say, I don't know, from Zahar to, to Saka or, you yeah. know, it would just help you in two or three moves. As I say, bring Saliba in in 13 or 14. You know, it, it will give you money and options to do those moves easily, um, mm. even though the, they are a bit dull. Um, plus, you know, you know, one of the Brighton guys against Forrest, you know, might might well score, you know. So, well, I think um, getting Webster over Dunk I would do because I just think for the point one, if particularly when we're talking about Salah, Darwin, other players, I think every I don't see there's much difference there personally. There's so not I a think lot of difference. So who's your I, who's your number one defensive pick, Rich? Who are you going to this week? James two. I was gonna to go to Dunk just purely because he's got more history yeah. of, of scoring. Um he's pretty good on bonus as well, yet. I think. He? he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, and he is is, is he captain, isn't he? Is he the captain? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think he's sort of just more, more nailed. Webster's nailed, but I, I just, I just sort of think, yeah, maybe the the point one is is okay. I mean, if you sort of got some elaborate plan to get to Darwin as the third striker, and you really need to stretch the funds, then then Webster might get you that extra point one. But I, I think I'll probably, probably look go dunk. Um, 
uh, or I was until the James news came out. I was thinking of just doing Neko Williams to Mark Guayhi and because I've got point two in the bank and mm. I could just do that one move, wait on Reese James to see if he recovers and uh, and then um, and just just put Guayhi on the bench this week and uh, and that's, e- that's even that more dull. <laughs> Sorry, you about to do that move because Williams you can only sell him for four, can't you? Or did you buy him at four point one? I bought him at four one. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So. I like that move. Yeah, I like. I like. I actually, like that. Um, move. I've, yeah. I've considered. I've considered um, the the Williams move as well. Yeah, yeah. Because Williams is just you know is now rotatable with with Oriel. I think we might get a clue from the weekend match as to who will start in midweek. So I don't think either of them are going to start both. So the, the only problem with that move, if you do that. And I don't know because your team is set up similar to mine, so it may not be the case for yours. But it makes it quite hard to get Salah not selling James this week because yes, you, that you'd have to really realistically you'd have to sell Kane. Mm-hmm. So and go down all the way down to an Edward or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it just yeah. I, yeah. I think I think it takes away options, and and I think there is a possibility that Williams plays against Brighton. Mm-hmm. And I know he might only get one point, but do you know what? One point, it, it, it's. I don't think. I don't. I, I think we'll be taking one pointers on in mm. game week twelve mm. from players. Mm. I really do. Yeah. Um, a couple yeah, of people in the chat true. have mentioned that uh, Wolves defenders for the next two or three could be okay. Apparently, Toti or Totti who's three point nine uh, is due to start the next game. Due, I think it's Collins is suspended, mm. but that is maybe a one-game pun. But Wolves, Wolves look okay defensively, haven't they? Um, and we've had a few questions just around uh, because the hub predictor shows um, Salah top for predicted points for the next uh, six weeks overall. Obviously, that is heavily weighted with the fact that City and yeah. Arsenal have one less game. Um, but Jota's up there as well um, with 29 points. Uh, Firmino and Darwin aren't in there, but it's all around this expected minute. It's incredibly tough to, you know... I, I mean, who starts, right? Who who starts yeah. out of Jota, Nunes, and Firmino? So I would just look at Jota's um, sort of predicted points there, which are Ooh. 29 or the next six game weeks. And if you think Firmino and Nunes are going to start over him more, then go for them. But it's really, really tough. I think looking at the next two game weeks in particular, because that's I think that's where the pain is, because then you could shift to Saliba or Ben White or somebody. Um, looking at the hub predictor, and I've done up to 4.6 million because I think taking money out of defense is well worth it. So, top for the next two is Lewis Dunk. So, well done, Rich. Mm-hmm. Done your homework there. Yeah. Um, Justin is second. Yeah, okay. And then you've got Valtman, Smith, and Webster. So, it really likes Brighton, but Smith from Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he, yeah. I think if Mitrovic is out. It because they've got Fulham without imagine Fulham without Mitrovic, Southampton, which uh, they offer nothing. So there's two very, very good fixtures there. Mm. And the way they're playing, I could see potentially two clean sheets. Mm. But that's uh, that's only if Mitrovic is out, if he's fit, I yeah. wouldn't do it personally. Yeah. So you've got Justin, haven't you, Adam? Would yeah. you, would you, would you out of the two because he's also. 4.3. So if you had a straight choice between Guayhi and Justin, for, who would you get this week? I, the, I'd i probably go Guayhi personally. I, I, the yeah. reason I went Justin 
is for the is it I liked him for the two games that I needed him yeah. for. And I think this is one of the mm. uh the, it was the Leeds game actually. And they, they, to be fair to Leicester, their expected goals conceded at home is quite good. It's it's the goalkeeper that's the issue, really, there. Mm. Yes, right, they yeah, that's right. Yeah. They yeah. defended fairly well. But I think the 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 other one player we haven't mentioned who I think is better than Guayhi is Anderson. I think he's worth the point to upgrade if you can get mm-hmm. to him. Because mm-hmm. he's I think set pieces he looks more dangerous. I think he's better on bonus. Mm-hmm. Um and if I'm gonna be starting him, I'd be more a little bit more confident starting him than Guayhi. But we're talking about I mean yeah, I fine think, lines, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think there's no option I'm excited about and I'm not mm. Um, no, Justin was just had that fantastic period before he got injured, didn't he? About eighteen months yeah. ago, when he was absolute mustard, and he was he, he was mopping up bonus points every yeah, week. Yeah, was max bonus fantastic. Um, so he has the potential, doesn't he, to get an assist or something? He's got, he's two got, home he's got games. something, but I, I yeah. mean, I, yeah. I'm not. Particularly, yeah. Who's your particularly Who's your number one James replacement then, um, Adam? I think. If we're doing it for two weeks, I think the solutions after that, I think you've got to go for people and, you, and, and the assumption you're going to be playing them for the two weeks. Um, Webster alike, because I think of the, the, the value. I would, I think if Mitrovic is out, I would gamble on one of the Bournemouth guys because I think they've shown enough defence. I think they're, that, they're defensive first, you know, mentality. Um, but I, I think you could look. I think it's hard to look past Brighton. Um, I only think is I think Brentford will score. So and it's a Friday night, so that's like that's. Do you know what? It's the psychology mm. of it, though. Mm. I, and, and well, actually, something to watch, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. So I, I think Brentford will score. That's what puts me off Brighton a little bit. Mm. But then the reason, I'm, I mean. The the if, I think the game week twelve the eleven fixtures, like you know I I'd, I'd, I'd back, um, the likes of Zuma. But then he has a rubbish twelve, and you look at there aren't many that, I think Bournemouth have probably got the best fixtures if Mitrovic is out. Mm. Mm. But other than that, I mean, so yeah, so it's who's hard, your, isn't it? So who's who's really your hard. who's your pick at? <laughs> Are you really trying? You do really go in, go in there. Which okay. high impact move are you going to make? Yeah, I, I, okay. If you had to if pick Mitch one Rich player, out, right? I'm yeah. going for Smith. Okay. If he's not out, because yeah. we will know it will, either way. It's um, I'm not excited about it. Webster. Okay, I'm not excited. Fair enough. I think um, if I. What about you, Ferg? Well, I think I think if I'm planning on uh, free hitting in twelve, which I still think for me is a distinct possibility. I think I go for Dyer for uh, mm. because I think he'll have. I think he's got a better, a higher chance of a clean sheet in eleven than the Brighton boys. But I do concede that zero point seven more than Dunk. My second choice would be Dunk. Um, I'll probably go Dunk because I think I would only free hit in twelve if Mitrovic and James and that weren't fit, and I maybe had another flag again. Um, and stuff. Well, so. you never know. We've got a whole a whole round of matches to come. Exactly. We could quite easily have some exactly more flags this. and suspensions, so, um, couldn't we? Yeah, it's, it's, it's worth checking the goal threat of um, Webster and Dunk because I don't mm. think there's much in it. I mean, I think last season, I think I think Dunk got one goal, Webster got two, maybe. There wasn't think, much in it. I think Webster's just a bit injury prone. It's the only reason why I tend to go for 
Um, mm. I prefer Dunk. And I only know from playing Sky, Webster was in and out on my team all bloody year because he was uh, yeah. injured. Mm. I mean, look, it's only for like five weeks, right? Yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of like, you know, even then, and then most of the time they're going to be on the bench, right? So it's just really going to be unlucky if suddenly like one of them scores two goals and the other one doesn't, right? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I feel like we've been talking for five weeks about Mark yeah. Gahey and yeah. Lewis Dunk. So <laughs> let's let's move yeah. on to the best <laughs> FPL captain uh, for game week eleven. So what, well, we might as well go game week twelve, mightn't we? Really? Well, yeah. well, we got well, we got eleven, yeah. and then we got twelve. Yeah, but, right, but first the eleven. If we look at the uh, right. hub predictor, predicted point. Um, Harry Kane is top against Everton, 7.7. Sun, 7.5. Haaland, third, 5.8. Then Saka, Jesus, Martinelli. If we look at oddschecker.com, Haaland is 8 to 11 on to be any time goal scorer. Uh, Harry Kane is even money. Jesus, 5 to 4. And Son, 8 to 5. So that fancies Haaland more than Kane. And then the polls on fantasyfootballhub.co.uk. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. Um, Harland, 61%. Kane, 22%. And then a couple for Salah and a couple for Mitrovic. So um, predicted points. Um, it obviously, you know, mm. kind of recognises that Kane's fixture at home to Everton is really, really good. Recommends it above Harland. Um, but uh, odds checker and the polls go for Harland. I think we're probably all on Harland. Um Adam, what do you think about the captaincy this week? I think with the amount of chances Liverpool are conceding, and particularly big chances, um, we all know about their high line. Uh, I can't look past Haaland. I just can't. can't. And uh, I, th- I think it'd be hard watching that game on Sunday, not having Haaland captain, being one of the few people in the world. One of the so. three people in the world. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I think for me, yeah, I don't think many will disagree with that. Uh, Rich, anything to add? Um, not really. I mean, he only said I'd, when I when I got Kane on the wild card, I thought I was being a clever boy by looking ahead to yeah. game week eleven. I said I'm going to captain Kane against Everton in game week eleven. But you know, since that proclamation, you know, I think Haaland scored about eleven goals. <laughs> so I mean, it was only two weeks ago, and uh, it, you know, he's just he's just locked the game down, hasn't he? So I just think that um, having had a full rest in the Champions League, he's definitely going to play. Um, it's a big game. Yeah, that's a sofa job if you don't captain him, isn't it? I can see so, Man City. It's just the battery. You're going it. against. You're going against roughly, you know, somewhere between 180 and 200 percent effective ownership in that in that game you know you might you might find some narrative that suggests you know it'll pay off but you're taking a hell of a risk if you it can cost you no matter what your rank is it costs you a million places in Mm. if you you get it wrong and you can afford to take a risk uh, a risk or in game week um in game week 12 12 so let's uh exactly let's have a look at the captain absolutely uh actually for game week 12 we've only got the predicted points up for this very interesting ones uh this one as well as you say it's pretty wide open a lot of options yeah. um, Salah and surprisingly is top uh, 7.3 Trossard is second uh, 6.2 mm. of all those players uh, Kane is third 6.1 then Son 5.8 Callum Wilson is up there 5.4 Alexis McAllister is up there as well obviously is this target sort of forest forest thing 5.4 Madison mm. 5.4 and then Welbeck Solanke uh, Sterling and Dunk actually because there's, there's mm. four Brighton players in the top 10 or 11 obviously because they're home against Forest there really tough one this one I think um, Rich come to you first on this one firstly I okay. want to who, who you think is the best captain um, and then 
who you're likely to captain. Okay. All right. Well, I do think I do think Salah's still the best captain. So if you still have him and you, you've 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 got him in on a previous wild card, then you you know I've heard lots of people suggesting earlier this week before last night that he needs to be sold. Um. So, uh, yeah, I um, I think that uh, he's the best one. Um, with a fixture against West Ham showing some form. Um, so that doesn't mean I'm going to get him though. Um, I, I think I will probably get Trossard in if Madison is booked, but there's only about 20% chance of that happening. Uh, I'd be more inclined because I, I think I'm going to come off Madison for Saka eventually, but mm. using Trossard along the way looks looks a nice yeah, one does. move step and allows two transfers into the following week, etc. Um the other move is is to sell Kane. You know, I haven't got any accrued value in Kane. Could I possibly get a bit of FOMO if Salah plays well at the weekend. But it will be a decision that will be made on Tuesday afternoon. You know, I'm not sure about it. And uh and and actually that's why we're getting back to the sort of the link in with the James transfer. If you can take a million and a half out and bank that this week, even though it's for a fairly dull defensive transfer, it just gives you more options with that for self and Adam with that striker downgrade. Mm. So uh, I think, you know, it's, it's probably, I'm probably about 40% likely to get salary in, I would say right now. Um, but it's just purely an option and, and I may, I may duck it. Okay. Adam, what's your thinking on captaincy for game week 12? Um, I think with the players I've got at the moment, I'd be likely to go Kane. I just think that he's been so reliable, eight returns in a row. I think I think if I yeah, so but so I think I think it'll be Kane or Salah for me at the moment. Um outside of that, I think Madison at home to Leeds could be a good option. Mm-hmm. Um I won't captain Mitrovic against Villa because I'm going to have to watch that game anyway. I don't... Yeah, it's... Is it a home game? No, it's away. It's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the annoying thing is I'm going to probably end up missing most of the City versus Liverpool game coming back from the Villa game. So maybe watch it on the train or something. But it's still... Yeah, I'll be... I mean, that'll be hard work watching that on Sunday. Um. Yeah, it's it's. Tough. I think a lot of my captain decision will sort of depend on what happens on the weekend. But at the moment, if I if I was rolling a tr- if I had exactly the same teams I currently have, I'd captain Kane. Yeah, just purely because of the penalties and the fact he can score anywhere. Well, yeah, exactly. He's just been he's been yeah. under Conte. He's just been so consistent. Mm-hmm. I think he'll. And, I think and, he'll score against United regardless. He's, yeah, the Spur- yeah. Spurs have got. Recently, a really good record of scoring a lot of goals against United, and I, I don't yeah. see it. And they'll they'll get an opportunity to play on the counter. Yeah, won't they? I can so, see it being like you yeah. know, like a two all or something like that, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. agree, agree, and um, so I just think, and that's what puts me off Salah a little bit is that Kane's given me no reason yeah, to get rid of agree. him so far. And um, I think that's, he, helped, I, that's helped me, mate. Actually, that's really helped me. He's gone. He's yeah. really, I think he's gone not under the right. I don't think Spurs are necessarily playing particularly mm. well, but he's really ground out his points in a way that Salah actually does quite yeah. well. Usually, if you look at it, he's just been very, I mean, over yeah. the last 30 games or something, under Conte, he's been very consistent. Yeah. And um, 
even if he's had a bad game than the game before, it doesn't necessarily impact him to get the, the, the game after. And I think when I look at the striker options in comparison, you know, like we said with Salah, there's so many good midfielders that I want at the moment that could say so it. So I think unless Salah looks at, I mean, if he, if he gets a brace versus City and he's playing out of his skin and playing through the centre, it looks like he's got a new lease of life. I will revisit my plan and I'll have a plan to get Salah. But if it's more of the same or we just don't see the best of him or he's not looking sharp, I think West Ham is a tough game for them. So, yeah, I think I think that I think what you've said, Rich, is spot on is by doing the James down move, it frees up funds to to be able to get Salah. So I think that's it's good planning because you don't have to do it and the funds will be useful for maybe another move or so I, I think you're sort of along the same lines as me because that's what I was that that's what put me off diet. I I pound for pound preferred diet, but it would stop a other move further down the line. So it's, it's, it's almost almost playing one move in advance. So yeah, I think you've sort of convinced me now. I've just got to decide do I do I save the point one and go Webster over no, Dunk? Because sort of yeah. I know I know what will happen if I don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be that. Oh damn! I'm point one off. You know, and, yeah. Um, or, or if I do it. do it, Webster will probably get an own goal and oh. get booked, and <laughs> then get injured for the Forest game. Yeah. That'll be the worst, wouldn't it? A red card in the Brentford game, suspended well, for the Forest yeah. game. There, there is another option we haven't mentioned him. I don't know if he he made it onto the graphic, but um, what about Gomez from Liverpool? Because uh, he's going to play. How long is he, Trent out for? Three, four weeks? No, only a couple I mean, of weeks, go- I think. I think gonna, Is it? I think he's going to miss about three games. Right, I, just, okay. I just think, well, I don't think I'd bring anybody that's in. That's Man City, City, West Ham mm. and Forest. Oh, no, but you could maybe you could bring him in and bench him, maybe. You know, I'm not saying he plays, but, you know, you, you could bring Gomez and still save the money. I'm just, just throwing it in there because mm. you've got a Liverpool player against... Um, Against West Ham, then Forest, and those three those three fixtures to follow the yeah. City game, so it's an option. We just yeah yeah it's, I mean, it's, them. yeah exactly. I think it, I think it's I think it's um it's definitely worth mentioning, but not for me. Not for no. me. Because <laughs> I probably want to start on this week and start yeah. Gomez. I mean, Gomez's career could be ended by Foden on the <laughs> weekend. Yeah, good or yeah, I'm looking, so, I'm looking yeah. forward to that actually. So Fergie, has all that rhetoric about Kane, all that Kane love, has that has that put you off? Getting Salah, do you think you might switch up and go for Kane I instead? Got Kane. Being, a, not, uh, being a Spurs, no. yeah, but you could get him if no, you sell. I'm not abroad. going. I'm not going Kane. Kane instead of Salah. I'm perfectly happy to hold De Bruyne this week against Liverpool, and then very likely do De Bruyne to Salah. Or I'm still like looking at these points, looking at these players. A lot of differential players in you know in here for for a free hit for game week twelve. I, I just think mm. I don't know. I just really like the thought of having like Trossard. Wellbeck and some, you know, and what, what about, Callum Wilson. What about Son and, instead of Salah? Yeah, Son. Mm. Son's a good shout as well. Uh, you could even go from, you could even do De Bruyne to Son this week for Son home to Everton, and even hop on to Salah in game week twelve. Not yeah, that I, yeah. you know, I probably premium wouldn't do it, mid but, roulette. Yeah, but you could. Bergy roulette. As well. You never know who's going to be in that premium nah, midfield spot. You can't. You can't sell big game. Big game. Kev. No, you can't. He's, absolutely. He always performs in these. These, these matches. So just before we look at our teams for the coming game week then, uh, let's do uh, Fergie is a punt. Uh, last oh, week. favourite part of the show. Last week, uh, Skamaka. 
Boom. Under 1% owned. Score. Is that your first return? Uh, no, my second or third, I think, actually. I, I had Visser and I had someone else as well. Uh, nine points. Uh, he was the top, top scoring forward for the week as well. So I think it's a, I, I should get bonus points for that as well. But I was happy with that. Um, I've picked one this week. It's definitely a, a targeted play this week. The clues are um, the team that this player is going to face, they've conceded most shots. This season, most shots on target this season, and they're in the bottom two for every other defensive stat. Um, this this player uh, leads the way for his team for every offensive stat. He's one point one percent owned. Um, they the, his team hasn't really pulled up any trees, uh, but it's very much I say a targeting fixture. It's a five point five million midfielder. Any quick ideas, guys? Before I uh, before I announce um, who that is, yeah, I I think it's either I would guess you're targeting Fulham or or uh, Forest, so I'd say it's either Billing or one of the Wolves midfielders. Bum, bum, bum. Daniel Podence, he has yeah, he that's... has by far and away uh, the best stats for Wolves so far this season. Uh, nine appearances, he's played every game. Scored two goals, uh, had 14 shots, six on target, uh, seven shots in the box. Um, and like I say, he's got the best uh, stats uh, for Wolves by a mile this season. Like so it's just targeting Forest, really. Um, and that's, What's the next two games? Uh, they have Forest and then, I can't I can't remember who, oh, they're um, away to Palace and home to Leicester. So you know what, the next three okay. or four are pretty good, actually. Home to Forest, away to Palace, home to Leicester. So two of those three are really good. And then away to Brentford. So, um, but... Um, yeah, he's 1.1% owned, so here's my punt this week. Uh, not that I'm suggesting for anyone to bring him in, though you could, because I do think he will return this week. Okay, Rich, we've got your team up on screen. Run us through it, okay. and what are you doing? Okay. Um, it is Pope in goal. Um, don't have a backup, because I was rather hoping Everson would eventually come in. That hasn't happened. Cancelo at the back, uh, Trippier, and at the moment, Reese James, but that's highly likely to change. Um, midfield of Martinelli, Zahar, Madison, and Foden, which I'm delighted what with. What a midfield, and, that, um, that is fantastic. And uh, up front, Kane, Haaland, and Callum Wilson away at United. Very nice. Um, so, yeah, pretty happy with the team. Um, so that was why I was, you know, fanning around with the Neko Williams transfer um until the james news but i think given this discussion it has really helped me i think my transfer is likely to be james out for you know uh lewis dunk will be my favorite at the moment um but i'll have a look at webster uh and possibly the palace chap as well so uh i think uh getting a brighton you know someone said last season very good quote you know good players good teams brighton are a good team you know i think if you look at the ticker on the hub they're ranked sixth for defense if you if you sort it by defense you know so um i like brighton i, I like you know their, their new manager just on a couple of games so so i think dunk can come in for james leaving me with about 1.6 million in the bank and two transfers for next week so i think that's quite a nice a nice move and i do i do think you know i've always played if you get a flag player get him out um, especially when you've got a blank game week coming. You know, it's, it's the reason I made the, the Mitrovic move was he was flagged. Um, I'll still continue to play that way. So I think it's right to remove a flag player mm. um, this week. Very nice. And you've also got um, Andreas yeah. and Mings on the bench as well, if anything happens, yeah. and Williams. So you've, you're yeah. you're fine for a couple of game weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, well then, Rich, well played. Uh, Adam, do you want to run us through your team? 
yeah so i have got um my team that i'm going to be picking this week i've got i'm going to play pope and trippier away at united don't love it but can't, but yeah, a bit stuck on that one. I've <laughs> got Cancelo away at Liverpool, not seeing a clean sheet there. And then I've got Reese James, who I would likely sell. I've then got Madison, Bowen, Zaha, Martinelli, Kane, Harlan, Captain, and potentially Mitrovic. I'm thinking, I, I, I'm probably similar lines to Rich. Um, James out for a Brighton defender. Um, poss- I mean, possibly Palace as well, but. Pff, yeah, there's a, there's a few options there. Um, but I want to get money out of the defence and have money and flexibility. So if I need Salah, I can do something. If not, I can... Um, well, the interest rates are high, aren't they? So maybe uh, use that 1.6 million and benefit from that. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the plan. And then I'll have, I want two frees for game week 12. I will use them if I need to for Salah. But if I don't need to, I will um, probably do Nico Williams to Gahey or something along those lines and then take two into 13. So you've sent me your team here, including Gahey. So I think you've already kind of messed around with it and made a transfer. Oh, did I? Did I? Oh, do you know? Do you know? I'll, no, no, that's fine. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I'm terrible no, no. on the app. It's uh that's it's okay. uh, yeah, I've I've made moves in advance. You've made moves in advance just to kind of see what back. it is yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. So so everyone ignore someone's just put in the chat and I I think it's Dal Dal put this in the chat, so I've got to mention it. He's put Would you rather um watch Villa or be stuck in a lift with Fergie? I, I think it's a no brainer. I'd definitely rather be stuck in a lift with Fergie at the moment. Even if Villa are playing well. I mean I've watched it I've given Villa a chance the last three games. Oh mm. my god. So mm. Yeah, and I, I'll take the lift. Very nice. And I loved uh, Magic69, his comments about my punt. He says he does have potential. Very, very good. I like that. Mm, well, that's mm, good. Well played. That's good. Uh, my team is now up on screen. Do you know, I haven't even clicked or I've got Ward on my bench. Uh, I hadn't clicked. Who will? You know, he'll, he'll definitely start, won't he? Um, but I've got Pope. But I'll, I'll probably start Ward, actually, I think. I've got uh, Trippier, Cancelo, and saying James. Uh, Zaha, De Bruyne, Martinelli and Madison. So I'm really happy with that. Uh, Solanke, happy with him this week. Haaland captain and Mitrovic. But I've got James flagged. I've got Mitrovic flagged. I've got Dina definitely flagged, not playing. And I've got Emerson, who doesn't look like he's... The lineups are actually yeah. out for West Ham this evening. I don't... I, I can't... Um, I haven't looked yet. I'd be interested to see if Creswell plays. It may mean Emerson may get around on the weekend. Um, but yeah, I'm in a bit of trouble because at the moment... Um, I can, uh, if Mitrovic is fit, I can field 11 with a transfer. But if he's not, I'm in a bit of stock. So I suppose my... You've got two, two frees or one? Oh, one, one, yeah. So my my decision I have to make, I suppose, is whether to take a hit this week, which I don't really want to do, um, or just make the one transfer, scrape 11 out, Play the free hit, or you know, or not next week, um, and then go into game week thirteen. But yeah, this this is why I'm talking about free hitting. I'm not just saying yeah. it for everyone, but I'm in a bit of trouble here because I've got I four players. I, I don't playing. think you need. I, I don't think you need to free hit this. I think this is teams good enough. There's nothing wrong with the midfield at all. No, I agree with that. Mitrovic. If he's not back this weekend, is probably going to be back midweek. I mean, Luke Andreas is fine. To yeah, Luke. I just I'd get rid of Luca Dean. 
just because he's not going to be back, is he? He's 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 out for a while, isn't he? He is, yeah. Um, and they could so, do. Yeah, so you, you absolutely, you know, if you've only got one player who's definitely not going to play, get rid of him because Emerson might play and James might play. So so definitely work on the Dean out move as as part of a hit mm. or as a one transfer move. Well, I can um, do. I can do Luca Dean to as high as Dyer even, and then I've still got enough money to do De Bruyne to Salah in game week twelve. So I've worked that out, which which was my kind of initial plan. I think because I'm just looking at all these flags, I've been I've been panicking a little bit, but we'll see. I, I think you I think you'll be all right. You know, maybe one hit across the two weeks will be better than yeah, you know, grief. saving the free hit then for the for the. I, big, I think Andreas coming in if need be is fine, and you'd you'd have eleven then, wouldn't you? If, even if Mitrovic is out, if you just swap Dean. I I, I, I yeah, hope. I'm, I'm just thinking about him twelve. He's fine for this week, but I think. Um, in twelve, you might be a bit, you know, without war, without a single hit, you you may struggle with Dean, James, and and Mitrovic. But I think Mitrovic is going to be okay, right? I think by Wednesday, Actually, yeah, be okay. I, think, I think so. Yeah. So, how many have you got for for game week twelve as things stands before making a transfer? So this You'd is Pope Trippier, yeah. Cancelo, Zaha, De Bruyne, Let, one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. Seven, eight, nine. So Zaha, yeah, I got I got so ten Cancelo plus play. flag players. But in game week twelve, you'd have Pope, Trippier, um, which we wouldn't have any other defenders. So that's no. two players. You got Zaha three, no De Bruyne, no Martinez, Madison four, Solanke five, Andreas six, yeah, and potentially Mitrovic or James seven eight. Well, so let's say seven. It's rough. So yeah, rough. it is. So is it free hit worthy? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I think. I think it probably depends what happens on the weekend in terms of, mm. you know, if we get news, you know, J- James may suddenly make a comeback or Mitrovic may suddenly make a comeback. But Yeah, I think you want, you don't want to sell James because you want to hope he recovers because yeah. then yeah. you don't have to spend your free hit. It's a different scenario for you because of the flag players. Yeah. Um, I would I would make just make one of those minor bench defender transfers. I mean, you could get rid of Emerson and, and Dina. Um, and and just get turn them into turn them into Duncan Guayhi or something. So it just gives you those players for the for the for game week twelve. That when you're in a better position to to uh, ride out the blank. I'm excited for the blank as well. <laughs> That's my problem. Mm. Is I you know I I hope Madison gets injured if I can get eleven out because I would love to do Madison to Trossard because I really fancy Trossard for game yeah, week twelve. Yeah, but Fergie oh. with. With with you know if you just talk to Ben right if you look at the fact there's what's it eighteen or seventeen matches postponed they've all got to be rescheduled you've got all the cup games there's going to be this sequence of games where if you haven't got that free hit you're going to suffer after Christmas we'll see after so after I, I've gained eighty I, I, eighty keep, plus points uh, next week with a, keep it, buddy. With keep a it. so what what you what you're saying is basically you want a free hit for Trossard. Just to bring in Trossard. Come on. No. That's, I mean, he's done all right, but free no, I'm not going to do that. Trossard. I, no, I, thanks. I want to do Madison to Trossard onto Foden, is what I want to do. And I, you know, I might do that with a hit. I don't know. I'll the, see. The, the, the problem is, unless you're captaining, let's say you go the Salah option, unless you're captaining Trossard for the hit, a four point in and a four point out, he has to get eight to. Uh, which is, you know, if you look at the predicted points, he won't be predicted more than eight, even against Forest. So let's say he gets 11. You've only really gained three points. And the chances are you're going to get less than 11. So I just don't think it's worth it. He's low-owned anyway. That's the point. That's the point. I think you've got massive upside. 
I, I'm, go, I'm going for it. Yeah, but I, I'm getting him in. He needs I'm to, even he, captain him. Okay. I think free hit for Trossard is great we'll advice. See. Would you back that up? Should we, should we just conclude? Free hit, free hit for Trossard. Trossard, Welbeck, yeah. Callum Wilson. Yeah. We'll have to do your team. Anyway. Um, before we move over, uh, John Crawley just put in the chat. He, was, he said he was on the bus earlier and the guy next to me said, what are you watching? I said, I'm watching Fergie and the boys' top violin moments, to which he responded, I never knew the Black Eyed Peas played violin. It was a nice, mm-hmm. nice Atlanta talk there. Thank you for that, John. Um, competition time for our YouTube watchers. Uh, firstly, game week ten. I've got a confession to make. I didn't. I didn't actually check if we had a winner, but it was Shao Cancelo. I will go back and check, and if if we and if we had a winner, I'll reveal it next week. But for this week's competition, and for a chance to win one of our fantastic Fancy Football Hub mugs, you need to like this video. So press the like button. Make sure you are subscribed, and then comment on who will be the top point scorer in game week. 11. Um, Rich, can I ask you first, uh, who will be the top point scorer? Can't go for, you know, Haaland or Kane. It's got to be uh, someone else. Oh, crikey. Um, remind myself who else has got a good fixture. Son, then. Son home to Everton. Good shout. Good Son's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, Adam, who are you going for this week? Um, he's got form against this club. Um, so I'm going for Phil Foden. Really fancy him yeah, against nice. Liverpool. Oh, you're this week. right, buddy. I hope you're right. Yeah, I'd sort of hope I'm wrong, but I, 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 I did. If there wasn't all the flags up, I would have possibly done Bowen to Foden this week to Trossard like a daisy chain. But it, there's just too much, too much going on for it not to be worthwhile. Do you put anything? There's all these comments about him being exhausted by Pep. Did oh, you hear about no. that? He'd, he'd have a nap, a power nap will yeah. sort him right out. It'll be all right. Yeah. Fair I think. I think he's okay. Weird, I just have a look a quick look at the fixtures. I think I am going to go for um I'm gonna go for Edward uh against Villa. I think that um I think he started the against last the Leicester. Uh, sorry, Leicester. Started the last three. I think he's looked pretty sharp. So uh, a bit of a left field punt, but I would go for Edward. Um make sure you like and subscribe if you want to do it. Uh, mug over Rich's shoulder uh can be yours. And that, and that is it for us for this week. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who joined in the chat, uh, for those who watch it back, and for those listening on the podcast version. Your support is much, much appreciated. Oh, FPL Finding Glory said, I think I said Cancelo last week. Uh, check, I can't be sure. I will check for you. Uh, no worries about that. And I will publish next week. Uh, just a reminder, our new My Team feature is now live to use yourself to pick plan and optimize and if you're adam you will pick and plan and then send in it as your current team even though it's game week in advance <laughs> i um, forgot i did that um, <laughs> our new community they wouldn't have a team scored so high exactly it's just higher than i thought it was our new uh, community feature is also now live uh, on the app and on the website if you haven't checked it out you can go and chat fpl with everyone in there it's absolutely superb so go and check that out on the app or on the website and there's still 30 percent off membership to fantasyfootballhub.co.uk if you haven't joined already um adam thank you so much for joining me where can people find you um hop to stats on twitter someone said earlier where can i find um adam's potato shop uh hopters tats i quite like that as well that was, that was oh, very like good that. Was yeah, yeah. That. um and rich like thank you so much uh where can people get hold of you um, on at Rich Clark FPL on Twitter as well, and don't forget that Rich uh, exclusively reveals his team 
each and every game week pre-deadline on fantasyfootballhub.co.uk. 30% off membership. Click the top link below if you want to join us. My Twitter handle is at FFH underscore Fergie. And this podcast and video will be in the Fancy Football Hub YouTube channel with the podcast versions available on all major podcast platforms. If you liked what you watched, please press the like button. Remember to subscribe to the channel in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen if you enjoyed your listen. Please rate the podcast and leave a comment. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, either Thursday evening, even though there are matches on Thursday evening, um, or potentially on Friday. We'll have to see a preview in game week 13. There will only be four game weeks left, chaps. Until the World Cup. How crazy is that? Wow. By the time we get to this point next week, uh, we wish everyone a great game week 11 and 12. Enjoy the feast of football. Do you know there's, there's um, nine days now in the next 11 have Premier League football on. Incredible. I know. Um, enjoy, it's relentless. Enjoy the feast, everyone. And may all your arrows be green. Goodbye for now. <laughs>